The Jack of All Nerds is recorded by a live studio audience. Making your way in the world today. It's 8 p.m., kitties, and you know what that means. Guy love, he's mine, I'm his. There's nothing gay about it in our eyes. You shall not pass without a major credit card. Fantasy hotline. Next season on Game of Thrones. Wait, what, they're all dead? Everyone in Westeros is dead. Brand new from the creators of Pokemon Go, Magic the Actual Gathering. It's an all-new live-action card game based on the computer game based on the live-action card game. Are you the doctor? Uh, no, I'm the nurse. Where is he? Due to explicit content, listener discretion is advised. On with the show! Hello and welcome to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. I'm the Jack of All Nerds, Michael Maxwell. Joining me tonight, um, getting drunk very slowly. Is that what's happening? Extremely slowly. Extremely yes. slow. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Derek Murray. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, Clarice. Hello, Sue. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got legs. <laughs> and in the booth, Mr. Danny Anthony. Hi. <laughs> it was just too funny. <laughs> I've got legs. <laughs> All fans of Eddie is a great yeah, company, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and joining us, our, our special guest in the studio tonight from the Geektitude podcast, Mr. Joe Hogan. Hello. How are you? I don't know why I did that. Yeah. I'm really weird right now. I'm good. I'm good. I, I haven't even touched any alcohol. <laughs> it's the scent. It's it's getting to him. Mike doesn't drink, so I know. Open containers affect him very, it's true. very heavily. It's a contact drunk. It's the sugar from the pop tarts. We're about. Is it? That's what it is. Um, oh boy. Anyway. So. Oh boy. Um. So, Joe, where where can people find out more about your podcast? Um, well, everything's kind of contained on geektitude.com, and it's a geek culture podcast that's dedicated to uh, connecting people through their geekiness, as opposed to our our culture's uh, tendency to drive ourselves apart from each other because of our geekiness. So. Yes, yes, as nerds mm-hmm. often do. Yes. Uh, well, I want to take some time to just say thank you from the bottom <laughs> of my heart, because you drove quite a distance to be here tonight. And considering that your podcast is a very positive one, and on this show we're just real negative, we're just hateful. No, we <laughs> hate everything. Last uh, week we were just killing Batman. Yeah, it was great. Well, that's good because then I can get it out here, so that I have more reserves when I go back to my show. Perfect. That, that Perfect. works out then. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk more about your show a little bit later on. Uh, before that, we have to do the thing that. Sorry, I said about that. No, I wasn't. I was getting excited. (laughs) Uh, The thing that allows us to be here talking about the sponsors, everybody. First up, the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Conveniently located off the 210 freeway at the Date Creek exit in Rancho Cucamonga, California, the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Has nightly food specials, drink specials, live entertainment, pub trivia, uh, sports, if you're into that. Um, (laughs) 
televisions. <laughs> like the sporting yeah, you know? thing at, the, at a bar, at a where, sports bar. They where, do that. Where one team outsports the other team. Uh-huh. And then they talk about how they didn't sports hard enough. Yes, that. All that, that. Yeah, all that. All they right. do all that stuff. Uh, for more information, visit facebook.com forward slash E Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Also, check out The Dinner Detective, America's largest interactive murder mystery dinner show. Enjoy a fabulous four-course meal while solving a hilarious murder investigation. Uh, for more information, visit thedinnerdetective.com. And if you're purchasing tickets for the Claremont, California location, use the promo code CRIME to get a $5 discount. And that's sponsors. Yay. Yay. All done. Uh, so listen up, everybody. Last week, we, uh, we started something. And... Uh, <laughs> It's something that I think makes Derek and, and Danny cringe. It, it does. A little, a little bit. bit. It does. We tried. It makes we, me weep, not we, just cringe. We tried, <laughs> we tried live on the air. We tried some pumpkin spice flavored Twinkies. Yeah. And we all hated them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I thought it would be fun just to, to know how much you guys hate this stuff that we should continue the trend. <laughs> Uh, week by week for the next few shows. Oh, yeah. So tonight I brought in uh, an actual a treat that I I really enjoy, mm-hmm. and that is the pumpkin pie flavored pop tarts. Yeah, and uh, we're we're all gonna have a sample and uh, and comment on yeah. it. There's there's a reason I have brought alcohol into the studio. <laughs> um, that was not a coincidence. It's a it's a necessity, ladies and gentlemen. Is his chaser? Yes. Yes. Now I have already tried these, so I'm not going to go first this time. I went first All right. last time. Okay. Gonna... So we watch each person and then we we commentate. You can, you can hear the rapper. Yes. Yeah. It's very loud. so so elegantly pop tart. Yeah. In right. the crinkle. Do it. Do it slowly. <laughs> no, no, no. Do no, it, no, no, no. Do it, do it sexy. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, here we go. I'm going to try to do... Let's see. I'm going to be weird and break the uh, the bread crust off. That is okay. Um, but here's... My reasoning behind it is because all the flavor is going to be in the middle. So if this is going to be awful or fantastic, I want to make sure... I get, you know, yeah. everything that you're supposed to. You know I, what I mean? I don't think it matters. I think you get that flavor no matter I, what. You know, I think... All right, here we go. It's going in my mouth, guys. From downtown. Who's <laughs> on fire? Is it the shoes? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. His face isn't cringing yet. That's, mm-hmm. That is a good sign. Now, now Derek, lie on the bed and close your eyes. <laughs> Slip like a roofie into his pop tart. That's really weird. He did. Um. Okay. Okay. It um. It does have a good mouthfeel. Um. It uh. No. It uh. It does not have the overpowering cinnamon. Whatever the fuck was in the Twinkie. Um, right. It's almost just a kind of a pumpkin pie flavor. Yeah. And it's, it's not overbearing. It's a little bit more tapered down. So you can, you can feel like you're just kind of eating a Pop Tart that has a tinge of pumpkin pie. That's kind of what it tastes like to me. Um, yeah, it's not bad. I'm, we now have, uh, you know, one and a half open Pop Tarts that I'm not going to eat, <laughs> but. <laughs> Well, I'm sure Mike will take it home. Slide that over. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go, buddy. Yeah, you, you you partake. Now we'll start this off by saying I'm morally opposed to untoasted pop tarts. That's Ooh. that's that's <laughs> given. Yeah. Well done. 
I'm you not going to like this just because it's not toasted. You guys told me I could have just sat on the package before. <laughs> <laughs> then you get crushed Pop-Tarts, Mike, which nobody up. likes. Everyone's breaking it up anyway. It wouldn't yeah. matter. Silence. Yeah, it's not bad. It's It does. It tastes like like it's got a hint of pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's not beating you over the head with cloves and, and <laughs> the Twinkie was like and all that stuff. the Twinkie was bad. Yeah, the Twinkie was just yeah. holy crap. What is this? Right. No pumpkin, all spice. All no spice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's absolutely. a bad Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad Twinkie. <laughs> That's a bad Twinkie. <laughs> and my best Ernie Hudson voice. Now, now, uh, Joe, where do you typically stand on pumpkin spice flavored things? I think at one point I was. One of those people that bought bought the pumpkin spice lattes until one day I just was like, "Why do I drink these?" <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so I just stopped because I love, they were, he, I love that it made him have an existential crisis. Yeah, yeah. Just like, what is my life? <laughs> <laughs> but I've moved forward from that. You know, we're we're, we're good now. Right. No, I'm not. I, pumpkin spice has never been my thing. I do not go for the the pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. I just it's. You know, I, w- I would rather go for an apple or a, mm-hmm. a cherry or something. So, so you're not pro or against? You're no, not, you're no. Not I know some people are, like, vehemently opposed oh. to just pumpkin spices the devil. <laughs> Apparently Derek's one of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dan- well, Danny and I – Danny currently works there, but I-, I worked at Starbucks for collectively six years out of my life. Uh, and so – the pumpkin spice craze, like, I, I remember when we first got it, and it, I've just ever since that day, I've just for years, I've been like, this is the grossest thing I've ever tasted. Uh, and then as it's carried on, it's just more and more shit is like, it's just a season. Like, it's a season all on its own. And literally every food and drink has a pumpkin spice <laughs> to it now. And I'm like, oh, God. So yeah, I am, I am vehemently opposed Just wait it. for that pumpkin spice Gatorade. Oh, oh gosh. The Worst Kill endorsed that. What would be great is to just take like an orange Gatorade and make a faux label. <laughs> <laughs> just throw some cinnamon powder in it just to give it that chalky look. Yeah. Yeah. So gross. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> oh, you say that now. It's going to happen in like two years. You just uh, wait. Yeah. I know. They're going to run out of shit and that's where <laughs> yeah. they're going to have to go there. Athletes be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> All right, Danny, you're right, up. Here we go. It's going in. Uh, can I just say, I like the sprinkles. It's a good fall festive <laughs> sprinkle color. <laughs> I can hear the rapper. <laughs> also, he's not cringing. That's, yeah. That's a good sign. He looks uh, studious. It's a little dry. Yeah. It's a pop tart. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a toaster strudel. It's a pop tart. Shit on my moment, Mike. They, they last forever. Of course, it's dry. I, but no, in his defense, I and I, he can attest to this. It is not toasted, yeah. and there is not a hint of butter on the top. Yeah. No, and that is that is taking a lot away from a good pop tart experience. However, yeah. as a dry pop tart, it is not the worst I've ever had. <laughs> what is the worst? Pop-tart yeah, what is the worst pop tart you've uh, ever had? Peanut butter and jelly. What? Yeah, it was uh, bad. I'm, uh, I can, I can agree with him on that. Really? I, I yeah. think that is single-handedly the worst. It is not. I haven't I've now. Had. Granted, I haven't tried the new uh, what A and W and Orange Crush ones, but I cannot imagine those are good at all. No, I. You would think that Pop Tart would be able to knock 
something as simple as peanut right. butter and jelly yeah, right? out of the park. No. One of their ingredients is already an essential part to a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, <laughs> and that's dry bread. So how do you fuck that up? <laughs> to the point where I've taken – this is disgusting, but I've done it. <laughs> I've taken strawberry Pop-Tarts. You absolutely have. And I have made a PB&J. <laughs> yes, yes, and I, and I, bet, I bet that I, was delicious, right? Oh, my God, was it ever. <laughs> Yeah. As soon as as soon as you, you mentioned get, you did, I was like, I know exactly what he did. You just get two pop darts, put some peanut butter in between them. Oh no! Done. No, I did peanut butter and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Was it strawberry jelly? It was. Okay, good. There, there are times where I'm like, I don't understand why Mike's a diabetic, and then he tells me stories <laughs> like this. That, see, the problem with diabetes is when you get a low blood sugar. You you lose all rational thought. <laughs> no, I, I'm not even joking about that. Oh, you're, I've seen your you. body's just like find whatever you can, shove it in your face, and, you, and it's like pop tarts, peanut butter, jelly. Yeah, that sounds good. Just throw that together and eat it. And if it doesn't if it doesn't hit you fast enough, then you won't stop. You just keep eating until you've done irreparable harm. <laughs> it's bad. Wow. I know. I've seen Paul Bart. I know what's going on. <laughs> That's a whole different story. I don't know why you've seen Paul Blart. Do so. I, you guys already know how I feel about these. I love yeah. these things. Do you need me to uh, eat this and have a? Mouth, I mean, just because we know you want one. <laughs> I I will tell you that as much as I didn't hate it, um, I I I'm not going to finish mine. So if you don't want to waste your oh, well. your precious yeah, no, pumpkin this is, pie pop tarts, stock. I only have another box like this at home. <laughs> so. I can't. I don't want to dig into your reserves too far, so. I'll just, uh, just, I'll just take a seven nibble. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As he shoves the entire thing into his mouth. That's impressive. (laughs) Just like Pop Tarts. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Thanks, thing. (laughs) Cousin it. Ah, well, that was fun. Yeah. yeah, not and not nearly as horrible as it was. It, it was time. not. It really I, wasn't. I actually, I will give these a thumbs up. I would eat these throughout the season. I yeah. I would not, but I'm going to give them. You know, the the mediocre middle thumb. I don't want them put to death, but I don't want them to and, live and either. I, You're going to give them the Zangief. <laughs> the Zangief. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, change the channel. <laughs> and I think it is just um, just having a softer hand with the with the spice flavoring. Hostess, yeah, hostess yeah. needs to like listen in. Yeah, they need to step that up because the overbearing clove uh, and cinnamon is just way Clearly too much. Clearly, you guys don't know hostess. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They go balls to the wall on everything. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just so everyone knows, when I opened that, I was not hit with scents um, as it uh, as it uh, well, the, hit the, the air. The Twinkies, you could smell them through the. <laughs> You can, you, can, you can smell him through the box. Yeah, that is true. That's the first indication that something's oh, just not right. Yeah, he he went first last time, and he opened the Twinkie, and I'm sitting here in the exact same spot, and I was like, "Holy shit, you're gonna eat that!" Like I could smell everything. No, and I did one of those like I, I we, while it was in the plastic, I brought it like it was a cigar, like and I was just like, "Wow, that is pungent." That is. <laughs> then he took out a, a Zippo and started smoking the damn thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> works like a charm. You haven't lived till you smoked a Twinkie. <laughs> In that situation, probably would have been better. <laughs> the jack of all nerds is not condoned smoking Twinkies. 
talking about? Smoke if you got them, because you ain't gonna want to eat it. Um, I think so. Next week, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna try to bring in like a pumpkin lager for everyone to try. That'd be nice. Um, and then somebody was posted a picture of like a pumpkin spice flavored Oreo. Oh, oh god! That might be that might be the thing to round out the Oof. all of them. Yeah, I would save can, that for the end. Look, if I can find something even more detestable. I will do it. Like, uh, look, I'm look. Like I, maybe something not even meant for human consumption. <laughs> like a, like pumpkin a, spice kibbles. Yeah. So I was thinking like snossages, like pumpkin spice flavored snossages. If they have I, that, I will kill Petco. <laughs> <laughs> I look as as much as I hate playing this game. I am I am on board, and I will I will carry this through the holiday season if we need to. Yeah. In fact, I feel like it needs to get more horrendous each week, or it's not as entertaining. That is true, because the pop charts dipped a little bit. Yeah, like, not, yeah. I think I think we started too strong with the Twinkies, <laughs> but we didn't know yeah. how, like where this was going to go, and now we've we've set the bar too high. So <laughs> well, I say we go all the way up until Christmas, and we just start doing like Christmassy shit. Like I don't know, like. Like peppermint mocha pop tarts or whatever they have. We can switch to eggnogs. Yeah, or yeah, there you go. As long as there's not too much egg and a lot of nog. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Gotcha. (laughs) I brought in some beers. Like it was an eggnog challenge. (laughs) Put it in. Says eggnog flavored beer. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) All right. Well, that's uh, that's enough of that for today. Shall we move on to current events? We shall. Yes. So what's current, guys? Um, I want to bring this up because I saw it today and it kind of made me mad about just liberal people getting offended. Okay. Uh, it was the new um, teaser posters for Power Rangers. And like they were uh, protesting Lionsgate and Lionsgate got a whole bunch of flack because on uh, Trini's, the yellow Power Rangers poster, it said, Driver's Ed not needed. <laughs> It absolutely did not. Are it, you serious? No, it did. Yeah. And so everybody's like, oh, no, they did that because she's Asian. And yeah. But is she Asian in this one? Yeah. Well, with a name like Trini something or other, she, she kind of has to I, be. Look, ghost, I just found out Ghost Rider's a Mexican, so I don't know <laughs> what's happening. Yeah. I, I had not heard about that. I, I yeah. had not heard well, about like that Like I said, either. I just saw it today. Or seen anything about that. You sure it wasn't like... Uh, Oh, like the um, remember when this was a Supergirl? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was that poster that came oh, out that God. said Superman is coming in Supergirl, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 everyone was like, "Oh, CW screwed up!" But it, it turned out it was actually a fan poster that oh, somebody yeah. had done, like a parody. No, no, because this was a set. Like this was a set bunch of posters that was on IMDb and everything. Okay. Uh, yeah, hadn't heard about it, but that's uh, well. Now, now I want to find it. That uh, that does sound incredibly racist. I do have to say, I'm I mean, not I'm not offended, but it does yeah. sound racist. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. They're teenagers. They're in high school. Driver's Ed's one of those things you do in high school. Whatever. Yeah, was it? Maybe it was a. Yeah, and that might have been like they were referring to the Zords. <laughs> well, I know. And, yeah. And the like, poster was the. It was the teenagers in costume they standing chose, on the Zords. Yeah, they just chose the wrong the wrong ranger, ranger to yeah. put that on. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. any other ranger, everybody would be like, "I get it." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you put it on. You put it on that Asian ranger. Yeah. <laughs> well done, well done, Lionsgate. Well, uh, we'll, we'll find out if she's the first one to crash her Zord <laughs> in the movie. False advertising. It it's totally racist. How much blinker? 
I go now. Good luck, everybody else. That's horrible. Um, yeah, we're not we're not racist. <laughs> Onion. Um, or BuzzFeed. Fuck off. So as Derek mentioned, uh, because I mentioned it to him before then, uh, this last week was the season premiere of Marvel's, ABC's Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Disney's, ABC's, Disney's Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, they introduced Ghost Driver. Um, <laughs> used to be, that's what I call him. I like that actually. A- aptly named. Yeah. Used yeah. to be Ghost Rider, uh, in, in the first episode. And I gotta say, it was, it was intense. And was it? I'm very excited. I also read the short lived series that where they introduced that character in the comic uh-huh. books. That was, they gave Ghost Rider the Fast and the Furious treatment, is what I call yeah. him. Yeah. He's now Hispanic. He drives a black charger type car. Does, and does, he, does he do everything for family? Yeah. No, is he, he, is he totally muscle bound in both? <laughs> he's got he's got a little brother in a wheelchair. No, he fucking does not. He does, yeah. Oh, Jesus so, Christ! Um, the the comic didn't last very long, but the comic I thought was it was good enough. It was interesting, and I I read all of it. Um, so to see that character on the show, I thought was extremely interesting. I thought they handled it well. Um, he murders people in his first appearance. It was sweet. Awesome. Yeah, well done. Okay. Like you hear like a crunch noise and a splatter of blood, and you're just like, yeah. Like, wait, this is ABC, right? Now, does he does he have the same like powers as the original Ghost Rider, like the pen and stare and all that? He's still the spirit of vengeance, but he does. I don't know, like him. So. <laughs> oh, okay. It's uh, it's because it's a different. It's it is supposed to be a different Ghost Rider, okay. I guess. So, because like the spirit's tied to the car, not. Him, I don't know. It's weird. Okay, so the spirit isn't actually bonded to him. It's yeah, it's the car. It's well, okay, that's a little Christine, <laughs> but okay. But anyway, that's you're making me. You're making yeah, you're, you're making me this. like this less and yeah. less. Well, I don't know where they're going to go with it on the show, but it has been like next. They teased next week's, this week's episode <laughs> is supposed to like delve more into the backstory of mm, that character. Okay, so he but looks, I'm, I'm on board. He looks cool. He does. No, he does. Yeah, yeah I like his jacket. Yeah, it's a dope jacket. Yeah, and if nothing else, like the last season of Agents of Shield for me was kind of like, eh. like it wasn't bad, but I'm just starting to lose interest. Yeah, and then like I saw this first episode and I was like, yes, let's. I I read an uh, I read a headline for an article because I don't read articles, um, <laughs> but it did say that they because of this introduction of Ghost Driver uh, that they had a massive rating spike. Uh, by introducing this character, I'm so sure they did. I mean, yeah. that's a Ghost Rider is a named character. Yeah, it's, it's like that's a big named character, and the fact that it wasn't Nicolas Cage, I think, goes a long <laughs> way. <laughs> okay, yeah, now now I'm on uh, ABC. All right, let's do this. Okay. <laughs> Although part of me kind of wishes, it I, I, just, you know, <laughs> it's just. Just because he needs work, man. He's got to be on camera. No, I feel like Nick Cage gets enough fucking work, and it's still mind-boggling to me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that really does have a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. They could I could have been probably almost any yeah. named character, and it would have had that kind of... I'm, I'm waiting for Blade to show up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because Marvel has the license back. They can do whatever they want with the character, just like they got Ghost Rider back. You don't think they're just going to do a new movie? I, I hope not. I or would like love a, to see Blade show up in it. Just just because I'd like I liked Agents of Shield and I want it to come back and I think Blade's like one of those edgy characters that I think could make it I, I cool again. Blade feels like a Netflix show. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because of the violence. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I Blade is one of those characters cuz you can if you need to you can tone Ghost Rider down. Like uh 
and and I Blade is one of those characters where I don't want to see a toned down Blade for ABC. Like I, cool. I, okay. I want I want everything that comes with Blade. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I based on what I saw in this episode, the the Ghost Rider appearance is very much like the Punisher appearance on Daredevil. Oh, cool! Because he's such a dark character, mm-hmm. and he just like Punisher, he kills people. That's what he does. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. He wants vengeance. He's, he's um, the spirit of vengeance, and so it, it looks like he's going to be at odds with Shield. Mm-hmm. But there, it seems like they're both going for like the same goal. It's just yeah. like, different results. So it is. It, it really is like somebody was like, "Hey, this worked on Daredevil. We should do it on Agents <laughs> of Shield." All I need is now is a really cool. Ghost Ghost Rider, just one shot of him fighting down a hallway. Yeah. And then we'll be <laughs> solid. One, yeah, one camera. One camera, just oh. one take. One take all the way through. Mm-hmm. He, had a, he had a pretty decent fight with Sky, Sky or Clo- Daisy or Daisy. Quake or whatever the fuck yes. her now oh, is. Yeah, she's no. got like a thousand names. That girl. Yeah. But uh, that show, I I just can't. I can't do it, guys. I'm sorry. I, I just. You should, you should give the. Give it a sh- give the new uh, season a shot. I guarantee you said that about the last one, and then you just uh, I'm I, over it. I never said that about the last season. I said that about the season before the last season. <laughs> it'll be like all the other um, all the other seasons. As soon as a movie comes out, it'll get good again. That's, yeah, yeah. Where they, they got to tie it in. That, yeah. that is they true. Did, they did make references <laughs> to what to, to the Civil War, the Sokovia Accords. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, because okay. like Shields all like different in this season, and now they like any Inhumans are like not really part of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're all, like, monitored, and they have to, like, check in and wear, like, ankle bracelets and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, it's it's pretty dark, I guess, it's for an ABC show. Mm. But Wow. Yeah. But they, yeah, they definitely tied it in. So well, That's cool. Yeah. Good for them. All right. Yay. Well, we'll just wait for Doctor Strange, and then... Uh, oh, that's when I'll watch the show. I'll watch the show after Doctor Strange. To, to see how they tie that in. To see how they tie that in. Good luck, then, ABC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, real quick, uh, mentioning uh, Civil War, I do want to. Uh, the Blu-ray came out for Civil War two weeks ago. Danny is clearly eating his pop tart still. <laughs> I just heard rustling, rustling in the in the ears. I think he was getting some gum. I was. Oh, some is that what it was? Oh, okay. All right. No, I do have my pop tart right here. Still got it. <laughs> um, but anyway, Civil War came out. Mm-hmm. Blu-ray. I bought the Blu-ray. Uh, real quick, kind of Blu-ray review for it. Yeah. <sighs> Wow. When you have the money that Disney slash Marvel does, I like their Blu-rays consistently disappoint me with their special features mm-hmm. because there was like a an exclusive behind the scenes for Doctor Strange, and it was a glorified trailer Ooh. with the crew with like the I don't even think the cast like just some of the crew <laughs> basically jerking themselves off about how great the movie's going to be. <laughs> essentially what it was. It's tragic. And then there was like two short kind of behind the scenes featurettes for Civil War, which were good. Mm-hmm. They were good. And then there was like a, what they called you the road to Civil War, Captain America and the road to Civil War Iron Man, which was basically just clips from the movies. Oh, that's sad. That, uh, some of which were the movie that I was going to watch on that very Blu-ray. So, <laughs> not good. The, so there was good. a gag reel, which was... You know, whatever. I, I, I will yeah. say this: I love the Marvel gag reels. I like the gag reel, but it's that's two like two minutes of content. Thank you. Yeah, that's like, yeah. not anything. And then there was three, three deleted slash extended scenes. Oh my god! Or wow. four, four or something like that's that. That's terrible. Yeah, it was 
It was not a lot. And this was like the, the collector's edition. Wow. Wow. Like, That's crazy. Come on, guys. And honestly, most of the... The Disney Marvel like Blu-ray stuff that I've picked up has all been like yeah dis- that's true they really don't add a lot yeah. and it's like when do you remember when DVDs came out and then they were just like they were making stuff yeah. to go yeah, on yeah right you know and now Blu-rays come out where you have the ability to cram way more stuff on there and they're just like yeah we're over it <laughs> whatever man just give you, them a, you get the give, movie give them a DVD copy and a digital download <laughs> that'd be fine <laughs> well Mike you what you have to do is you have to wait for the Civil War Ultimate Edition where they add an extra 30 minutes to the film to make it more coherent so then even if you didn't like it you can try to convince other people that no no the movie that you saw isn't the actual movie that you were supposed to see here's extra footage and now it's going to be really good wow that's avatar creeping up again right there no i think we all know <laughs> yeah what we, know, we know exactly about. what the fuck i'm talking about <laughs> shout out diggle <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I also picked up a uh, Aliens 30th Anniversary oh. uh, Blu-ray. Ten bucks. Uh, that was well worth the money because it comes with a little art book that has uh, oh, nice. cover art from all the comics. It had little art cards in case you wanted to send someone a postcard. <laughs> wish, <laughs> with wish, a face hugger on it. <laughs> wish you were here. Wish I could give you a big old face hug. Yeah. <laughs> now I want an alien pop-up card. <laughs> That it's it's like a, a so it's like a hey got you this for your birthday and then you open it up and it's the fucking alien coming out of the stomach the, as the a hugs and kisses love mom that, that's what <laughs> <laughs> the only way that card would be better is if it had if it was one of those audio cards that had the like alien scream <laughs> as it opens so that you literally have a heart attack oh my god get on it Hallmark <laughs> dude that's a Kickstarter right there <laughs> right. Go fund me and my aliens card. <laughs> uh, but it had all that, and then it has both the original theatrical cut of the film and the director's cut. That's like thirty minutes longer. Oh, um, the that the way that you know James Cameron wanted the film to be. <laughs> um, and then it has uh, like a commentary, like a weird disjointed commentary uh-huh. that's clearly three different commentaries cut into one. Oh wow, really? So it's like James Cameron by himself, then his ex-wife slash producer. And somebody else by themselves. <laughs> and then the cast by themselves. And the cast popped up in the commentary like three times. That's awkward. It was, like, it was uh, Bill Paxton, uh, Lance Henriksen, and like a couple other people. And they, they really brought nothing to the commentary. So like Sigourney yeah. Weaver and Michael Bean weren't on there at all? I think Michael Bean was there, but okay. not Sigourney. Oh, no, no. She's too, she's too uh, yeah, it really, A-list. It was, it, was like a, it was a gathering of the Colonial Marines is what it was. <laughs> um, a reunion? I think, Jeanette, I, think, I think Jeanette Goldstein was there with oh, okay. um, and stuff like that. But n- people didn't really say much. It was, yeah. it was mostly Bill Paxson <laughs> talking when they talked. But it, was, it wasn't even that. It was mostly James Cameron yeah. and the, the producers. But, wow. You know, it was, yeah, it was just weird. So. Now, let me ask you a question about the uh, Civil War DVD. Was the was the Thor thing on there? Do you know the the, the Thor video? I'm no, talking about. I know about? the Thor video, and had it been on there, it would be much much more worth the money. But okay. no, it was not. That's unfortunate. No. Uh, do the Russo brothers do commentary on it? There is. I have not. Okay. I've not listened to that yet. They, I did it commentary. for Civil War, and they're really good. Yeah, commentators. I did listen to their. Yeah, their, that, that made me more excited yeah. to see them. Directing because they every Marvel movie yeah because if they yeah because if they don't do like a behind the scenes the Russo brothers will give you a behind the scenes during their commentary like I learned so much about the making of the Winter Soldier just by listening to the commentary from the Russo brothers mm-hmm. so 
Uh, hopefully that's on there and I'll check it out. Yeah. But anyway, so Aliens, worth the 10 bucks. Civil War, obviously, if you want to own the movie, just buy it for the movie because that's oh, I, all it's oh, worth. I do. So, um, all right, let's take our first commercial break of the evening. When we come back, uh, we're going to start talking about geekitude. And, uh, yeah, so if you wish to join the conversation, give us a call, 909-360-8330, or message us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash jackofallnerds. We will be right back. the contrary, you'll find it there quite stationary. All of my action figures and cherries. Stephen Hawking's in when the normal BS just won't do. ChaoticRadio.com What does it mean to be an American? Baseball? Apple pie? Fourth of July? At MK Smith Chevrolet, it means much more. Honesty, integrity, and pride in a hard day's work. Nothing embodies what it means to be an American more than MK Smith Chevrolet. Suburban and Freedom, Camaro and Choice, Corvette and Strength. The story writes itself. Find us at mksmithchevrolet.com and join us in celebrating what it means to be an American. Second to none since 1941. MK Smith Chevrolet. Are you looking for a home in the IE? Check out ierealestateinfo.com today. ierealestateinfo.com is a free service to home buyers looking for their dream home. Our simple service lets you be in control. Tell us what type of home you're looking for and we will do the rest. No more searching endless websites, reading sales sheets, and driving around only to find out the property you want was sold or worse yet, misrepresented. IERealEstateInfo.com will email you a list of the homes you're looking for. Simple and easy. IERealEstateInfo.com. Your time is valuable. Stop wasting it. Brandon, what's up? Dude, we have a new partner here at Chaotic Radio called PuroClean. Have you heard of them? Name sounds familiar. They're the people you call when you have water damage or mold, stuff like that. Huh, I remember waking up on Christmas morning to a flooded house. Totally sucked. PuroClean also handles biohazard waste and fire damage. Man, these are some good dudes. PuroClean can handle all of that? Yep. Go to PuroClean.com or call 909-360-5300. That's it. Just go to PuroClean.com or call 909-360-5300. Yep, yep, that's it. That's all you got to do. They're the paramedics of property damage. So PuroClean handles water or fire damage, mold, and biohazard cleanup? All of that? Swear, Brandon, nothing gets by you. Sharp as attack. Look, if you don't believe me, listen to the man himself. Hello, my name is Ruben Terrazes, and at PuroClean, water damage, fire damage, mold, and biohazard cleanup is our business. Let my highly trained staff ensure that your home or business are safe and secure. PuroClean is approved by all major insurance companies and ready to restore your property today. Call PuroClean today, 909-360-5300, or go to PuroClean.com today. 
When it comes to your vehicle maintenance, we know you have a lot of options. But with so many options, it can be hard to find an honest and reliable shop. That's where Mike's Automotive comes in. At Mike's Automotive, we have a commitment to honest service at a reasonable price. Located in the heart of Upland, Mike's Automotive is ready to prove to you that honest auto repair still exists. So for starters, bring your car in for any major service and your oil change is on us. Call for an appointment today, 909-373-3040. That phone number again is 909-373-3040. Or find us on the web at mikesautomotiveandtire.com. Are you and your friends looking for a fun night out, but you're tired of the same old gathering spots? Then you need to get roadhoused. The Etiwanda Roadhouse, located at 12583 Highland Avenue in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Conveniently located near the Day Creek exit off the 210 freeway. The Etiwanda Roadhouse has nightly food specials, drink specials, pub trivia, karaoke, live entertainment and dancing, and all your favorite sports displayed on large flat screen televisions. For more information, check them out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash E Roadhouse. That's facebook.com forward slash E Roadhouse. Get roadhoused at the Etiwanda Roadhouse. The Vendor Cycle Works is a full-service and custom bike build repair shop specializing in motor rebuilds, transmission work, insurance repairs, performance mods, and much, much more. Avenger Cycle Works. I am Zig, owner of Avenger Cycle Works in San Bernardino. I'm a rider just like you, and I ride every day. I'm also a rider coach, and know that a motorcycle needs to be in top shape. Whether it's just cruising down the road, hitting your favorite canyon, track day, or playing in the dirt, I have 30-plus years experience and hope I can take care of your bike like it's my own. Call us today at 909-387-9700. That's 909-387-9700. Or take a look at our website at AvengerCycleWorks.com. We back our work and writing. Shiny side up. Hey, bub, you're listening to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Don't go anywhere, or else. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Tonight, we have Joe Hogan from the Geekitude Podcast in the studio. Before the break, we we ate some (laughs) (laughs) Pop-Tarts and uh, talked about Ghost Driver. So, is there any way to say that without sounding like a complete stoner? No. <laughs> we ate some pop tarts. No. Yeah, I don't, you could even try to say it with energy, and it just it doesn't. It just doesn't uh, work. No. Um, so, uh, what we want to talk about right now is the Geekitude podcast. How did your show come about, sir? Well, as we were talking about it before um, before we started recording, I have an hour and a half commute one way every day to work. And uh, I work in. Yes, he, said, he said one way, everybody. Yes, yes. one way. Yes. Uh, Uphill w- both ways. <laughs> in the snow. I work in Pomona and I live in Palm Springs, so not, not close. Uh, so I spent a lot of time listening to podcasts. And after a while, I was like, I, I want to do this. This, this seems like a lot of fun. I like the communities that build up around them. And, uh, so I started going into, you know, what do I want to do? I was listening to a lot of, I'm a big Blizzard gamer, so I was listening to a lot of World of Warcraft podcasts. I'm like, I don't know that that's going to sustain me for years and years. And, um, and then Gamergate happened. 
and I felt like I, I tend to be, I tend to be a, a armchair activist. I get <laughs> shake my fist at the TV, but uh, but I was like, you know what? I I feel like we need to to counter a lot of this negativity with some positive, and so uh, I I decided I would do uh, a podcast on how we we all geek out about something, and just because my geekiness is not necessarily your geekiness, doesn't mean that we can't share the fact that we both geek out about something so th- that's kind of the the impetus behind it uh it's a combination of the words uh geek and aptitude but uh it's not an aptitude of oh well you're you're geekier than i am or i'm geekier than you are it's you know this is my own personal rating of i'm you know really geeky i'm i am not a doctor who geek so my geek is really low in doctor who yeah but uh, that that's me i whenever we're like all right so they're really you know knowledgeable about doctor who i'm like cool i'm gonna be over here um doing something else <laughs> let me know when this conversation is over and i've tried i've tried i've I, tried multiple dude, times my girlfriend is a through and through whovian and she is like so diehard and she has on numerous occasions been like no just Watch this episode, and I and I'm just like, no, like fuck this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so it's such a okay. Never mind. <laughs> no, I get it. Doctor though. Who hating podcast. I, I get it though, but I mean, you know, I you, just because you have uh, a low geekitude in Doctor Who doesn't mean that you can't appreciate the fact that your girlfriend's geeking out about sure. it, and that's yes. and that's kind of the whole idea behind geekitude. Um, it's an interview show, so I've, I've been lucky to, to get some, some fun guests. And this little podcast community has kind of formed up around it. And different podcasters, uh, have, uh, you know, we've started doing, uh, panels at conventions and, you know, we're, we're constantly talking to each other through, each the, for, through our podcast, which I don't know how professional that is, but we're like, yeah, hey, Kenny, how's it going? And, um, and so, you know, I just, I think that's my favorite thing about it is I've met so many really cool people through it. And, uh, and it's kind of my time to, uh, to, to just geek out about whatever happens to be the topic of the week. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's where we're coming from. And, uh, so I assume, do you, when you have a guest on, do you kind of tailor your topic of the week to the guest or did you just have a topic and hope for the best? Um, it, well, yeah, no, we, we, we do some tailoring. Um, I try and pick a topic. It, it, it bounces back and forth. If I've got a really good guest, you know, we'll, we'll find out what their, uh, their topic of choice is. But if I have a topic in mind, I'll, I'll try and find a guest that, that works for that particular idea. This, this month I've tried to do, um, you know, geek positivity. And, uh, so I had, uh, I had uh, Jules and Mark Honan from the Torrent Think Tank on, and, and they do basically a Dear Abbey for World of Warcraft players, mm-hmm. and uh, and talked about building uh, communities around your fandom. And so, you know, that's that's a, a, a matching of the topic that I really wanted to cover with, I think, somebody who was really appropriate to cover the, the subject. Right. Awesome. And uh, so, you, and you... You don't listen to your own show, though, do you? Like, I just no, because you were like, well, I listen to a lot of podcasts because I have a long drive, and so I thought I could do this, and then I could listen to myself, and I don't know. That- no, 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 not at all. In fact, I, I tried like the first or second time, mm-hmm. but I already had to edit it, so I've already listened to it once. Yeah. so I'm kind That's, of over uh, it at that point. Same boat. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't even go through and edit it. I just, I, it's so hard for me to go back and like listen to me. 
talking for two hours. Like, which sounds weird because I'm like, hey, everyone, listen to me talk for two hours. I won't, but you totally should. <laughs> well, I think that's, I mean, as, as it's an interview ch- show, it's more about the people I'm talking to anyway. Oh, yeah. So, right. you know, so that makes it, enough. that makes it more enjoyable because I've met, you know, quite a few people that, you know, they're just interesting mm-hmm. and they have a lot more to say than I do. So, you know, yeah. I, when I'm telling people to go listen to it, it's usually not, I'm not, I am not the selling point. Yeah. <laughs> so on this, that's what we, we like getting, you know, fun guests to come in and just have a conversation with us. It's really what it boils down to. And, yeah. and I think that makes for the best shows when you have somebody who's interesting and does, they, they have a lot to say because that's, <laughs> Nothing kills an interview quicker. <laughs> then we're like, "Oh, tell us about it," and they're like, "It's good." <laughs> <laughs> the one word answer. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is gonna be long. <laughs> you know, this show is two hours, right? Like, we're we're gonna need a little more, a little more. The only thing worse than that is the one that talks very slowly and has a story that they really need to tell you but they never get there <laughs> and i haven't had too many of those but it's kind of like all right you know there's a there's a very handy tool on audacity that's like remove silences <laughs> it's that down to, to an hour and a half real quick that's funny yeah we've we've had i feel like we've had a fair share of really really great guests um but there there are a few that every now and then kind of slip through the cracks and we're like uh, it's uh Let's talk about something else, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen. It's uh, yeah, yeah. just like anything in life. It's a numbers game. Yeah, not look, any- not not everybody can be as awesome or as talkative as Mike and I. So, I mean, it, and Danny, sorry, I forgot about you. That's uh, okay. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently a lot, Derek. <laughs> can I get you another Pop-Tart? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, Danny, because, you know, when you're on the Jack of All Nerds, you're family. <laughs> okay. Well, it's funny because you, you would be surprised who you can get. Um, people get very excited about being on, on podcasts. Some of them don't even know, but they're like, sure, I'll be on mm-hmm. it. And, uh, you know, my, my first kind of anybody that was bigger than a friend that I know from work or something like that was, uh, I, I used to play a game called, uh, Marvel Superheroes that was an old TSR role playing game. It was all Marvel. And, uh, you know, I posted on my blog something about it and this guy started talking to me about it and we're going back and forth. I'm like, Hey, you, you know, this game, I haven't talked about it on my show yet. Why don't, why don't you come on? And we'll, we'll talk about it. It would be fun. And he's like, yeah, that'd be great. And before I knew him, I'm, I'm like looking him up and trying to see, you know, cause <laughs> what did I just do? I don't know what this guy from Adam. So he could be, you know, awful. And, uh, Oh, he's written for Marvel and Oh, he's written for DC and, Oh God, what did I just do? <laughs> and so I, you know, I send him the show notes and I'm like, Hey, you know, you know, we can definitely promote this project you're working on. We're definitely, and whatever you want to do, we can do. And he's like, well, we get to talk about the game, right? That's, that's why I want to come on the show. Cause I really like the game. And it was like, Oh, that was my aha moment. It's like the people I talk to just want to geek out about stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it is one of those things where it's, a, it is amazing how if, Sometimes just asking mm-hmm. will get mm-hmm. someone to come on your show. And that's, we've had so many guests that it's, it is. It was just like I asked and they were like, sure. Yeah. And you were like, it was that easy? <laughs> like, <laughs> and even some of the greatest interviews. Yeah. You know, I mean, not because of us, because like usually when they come on, like ha- half of our, uh, time with them is us just going. You're the you're the best. You're the best <laughs> tell, tell us more about how cool it is to be you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the other half of the time is them being that cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
yeah, people like Doug Jones, Tom Lennon, like those are those are those examples where it, even especially Tom Lennon was like, no, it's fucking awesome to be me. <laughs> <sighs> so you mentioned uh, that Marvel is one of your. You're, you're more Marvel than DC. Definitely, yeah. So what's your... Would you prefer the comics, and the movies? Um, I think... I See, I was a big fan of the comics growing up. And I just ran out of money and time. And <laughs> I think a lot of... It happens to all of us. It is the death of a comic collector is you, you have to start adulting. And it's just not... Ugh. Yeah. Uh, but so you know, a big X-Men fan, huge X-Men fan. Um I love the new Marvel movies. I know, love what they're doing with them. Uh, I I would like to see, <laughs> I'd like to see Fox swallow their their pride and hand some stuff back over. Yeah. And just say we're done with this. You can take it now. Yeah. <laughs> like Fantastic Four. We're not we're not going to do anything with this. Just just take it. Yeah. And they are they are they are probably I think one of the last stubborn. Because, I mean, even Sony, regardless of what the situation was that caused them to do that, like, they at least still broke down and were like, okay, fine, go ahead and do this. And within a 15-minute cameo in a movie that doesn't have anything to do with him, you're already like, this is the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, Fox, get your shit together, okay? Like, just fucking lend out those rights. And all you literally, all you have to do is say... Hey, you pay to make this movie, and we get this much money. What in all of the, the known history of Fox makes you think <laughs> ever, ever going to do that? No, it's ours. No, 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 no. 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 nine, 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 nine. Yeah. We will drag the name of this franchise through the mud, and you will like it. Uh, well, you guys yeah. heard that Marvel, like they they stopped making Fantastic Four books, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Fox is why. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I know. Yeah, I, no, I, I sat through that piece of shit called Fantastic yeah. Four. I, I am aware. Well, also I, I, the, I think, I think Marvel still owns all the merchandising rights for all that stuff, which is why you don't see, like, when the movies come out, they're not doing action figures, uh-huh. yeah, right, for them because they don't care. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, and as much as I loved uh, Days of Future Past, Age of Apocalypse's, uh, the X Men Apocalypse, its claim to fame was it wasn't. Batman versus Superman. <laughs> so it's like everybody's like, "Well, it was, a, it was an okay movie." That's no, true. It, it really wasn't. It was yeah. it was a fun movie, but it, yeah. it, it and it and it really was the yeah. It wasn't Batman versus Superman, and it was better than X Men: The Last Stand. Like yeah. that's that does <laughs> not mean it's a good movie. Like <laughs> the more the more I think about X Men: Apocalypse, the more I am convinced that it is basically just the two previous X Men movies retold differently. Yeah, mm-hmm. it because is because there's like especially with Magneto, we've seen we see the same. Yeah, I, I am so pissed film. off about his storyline. Yeah, it's, I'm so over it's it. It's the same story. I'm a better movie. person. Oh, I'm the person I always was. Yeah, every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so what were you, because you're a fan of the X-Men, mm-hmm. uh, where did you stand on the original X-Men film? Uh, see, my friend Ray and I, we, we do all of our, our movie casts, and so we, we review them after after they come out. And I think we both decided that they were amazing because that's all we had back then mm. you know it was like this is the best thing that we've ever seen because at that point it was and now that we can see what people do with it yeah you know it's like well yeah no it's not i i haven't gone back to watch them because i know they're not going to hold up mm-hmm. uh i think 
Well, I don't, I don't know that the first one holds up. I, well, see, I remember, I didn't think the first one held up when I first saw it. So, uh, I don't, I think X2 was an improvement. I, I feel like X2, still, I feel, to me personally, I feel like X2 still stands up. Uh, I think that, that is probably the most coherent story that Fox has been able to tell in the X-Men franchise. Uh, yeah, just, I mean, just cause, you know, Stryker is a great villain. Uh, he's a human villain, which I think makes mm-hmm. it rather unique. And they, they, they do kind of do this, like, and it's also not Magneto-centric. It's not this, like, oh, Magneto's actually a good guy. It's like, no, I'm gonna, you know, well, side with you guys so that I can fuck all of you in the end. Like, that's kind of the. Well, and it's also not Magneto centric because that was when everyone had their Hugh Jackman boner. So oh, they yeah. still have their Hugh Jackman boner though. But that one, that one, I didn't feel like I was getting fucked by that boner. So it was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it didn't feel as overt. It was still like, yes, he's the center of the story, but the, there's still a story to be told around him. And I think that's why X2 still holds up. I've I've watched it recently, and it's actually not that bad of a superhero. Yeah, I, it's actually a really good movie. I will say this: the opening scene in that movie with Nightcrawler just taking oh, apart the Secret Service yeah. was fucking amazing. That's great, and the the raid on the the mansion is awesome. Yeah, yes, the, 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 yes, those X-Men, are those are great scenes. X Men has great action scenes. Like that's that's what they do. That's kind of why I was a little bit disappointed with X Men Apocalypse because they weren't. That yeah, amazing. It was, and and I still don't really understand what was happening to the world. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> it was falling apart and and flying up, and it's well, like, I what is going to happen? Like you've just destroyed the world. <laughs> I think Apocalypse and Enchantress from Suicide Squad were doing, <laughs> they're doing the same thing. <laughs> In that nobody knew what they were doing. Yeah. But it was going to remake the world and they're, whatever. I don't know. It's, that's, that's another mess of a movie. Like, I. And they were both beaten uh, by geez. like a fire monster thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you opened up the window. You said, you know, this is where we were negative. This, it's all coming out. Um, we'll let just, you get it all this, out on this, air, bro. This get is a safe place for you. Just let it out. Just let the hate flow. you. I feel like, why was that not a heist movie? Why did we? Why did we? Why did we go through? Like, what was the point of the Enchantress? Why didn't we just make this heist movie? There's right, something there we need. It yeah. doesn't have to be a complex heist movie. Yeah, something could, over there we anything. need. Yeah, go it get could it. be anything. Yeah, you made right. a movie that would have showcased the skills and abilities of the entire team? <laughs> of the Suicide Squad. Weird. Well, well, except Slipknot. <laughs> what he showed his ability. <laughs> He did it so hard it killed him. Yeah, yeah. His, his head explodes. That's his ability, right? That's, he's coming back for the sequel. And it's I'm st- I'm I'm sorry. I think every child that grows up watching any sort of cartoon knows that the boomerang is the most awesome weapon ever because you it throw is. it and it comes back and it to comes you. Back. Yes. And how like I would have taken the cliche, you know, throw the boomerang, have him go have it go past whoever he's fighting, and then ha ha, you missed me, and it clunks him on the back of the I, head. I would have taken that. Totally, but I would have completely bought that joke. Yeah, but but he never threw. He threw one, and it was piloted like a drone. It's yeah. like, why are you in this movie? Yeah, yeah I must have blacked out for that. The, the rose <laughs> yeah, gallery no. wasn't big. No, enough. he's he's absolutely correct. That no, I just I just mean the him throwing the boomerang. Oh no, there was no <laughs> arm. You just assumed that's how it got there. Okay, all right. Yeah, but he had adorable unicorn dolls. <laughs> 
I look, I, and I said this from the beginning, and nobody fucking wanted to believe me, but I told everyone that this movie is going to be a mess. Like, it's it's there's no way with the people that they have involved in making this film, there is no way that they are going to make a coherent movie. And sure enough, they absolutely didn't. Now, it was infinitely more watchable than Batman versus Superman, which is not saying much because that movie is abhorrent. Uh, but I, I mean, at least, at least this movie has Will Smith being Will Smith and it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really it. Everything else is shit. <laughs> well, and I mean, the thing is, is I think the reason why people get so upset is because we're just disappointed. Like we, yeah. we, th- and, and, and that's, that's where I kind of draw the line as far as, you know, a lot of people will say, well, why, you know, you're still being negative. And it's like, Yes, but I'm being negative be- out of disappointment. I'm not sitting there trying to sue them for false advertising. Sure. Yeah. Uh, because the trailer didn't match up to the film. Right. I'm, I'm si- simply saying, you know, I expected this kind of product. I didn't get it. That's, that's part of geeking out. Yeah. You know, we understand that there's studio issues and sure. there's people, there's a lot of, there's a lot of hands in the pot and. Yeah. But you're also doing a disservice, a huge disservice to characters that we want to see succeed. Exactly. It's, we're not sitting back going, oh, I don't even care for fucking Deadshot. Like, no, like, we like the idea of the Suicide Squad and we want to see them do cool things. Mike is shaking his head. I could get a <laughs> and honestly, uh, but honestly, I could have gave a crap about the Guardians of the Galaxy until they made a movie that made me care. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. But see, but that's one of those things where it's like Marvel. I, I and I hate doing this because it, it sounds like I like I, I want to clarify that Batman is my all-time favorite Derek, we, we superhero. We know that just like the Hulk, you're always angry. That's what that's true. That is <laughs> you're absolutely right. Uh, I, I feel like Marvel takes the time to create a coherent story, albeit even if that story is a direct remake of fucking A New Hope. Like, I don't care. At least it's a coherent story that I can watch and not be like, God, what is happening? And it, they did. I, I never thought I would give a fuck about Guardians of the Galaxy. And that is one of those movies that completely holds up yeah. on rewatchability. Um, and none of those DC movies, I feel like, have that, which is so sad because I want them to. Yeah. I want them to have rewatchability. And I love that you want Suicide Squad to be a heist film. How fucking dope would this movie be that Amanda Waller creates a task force that can be a Suicide Squad because the heart of the Enchantress is hidden in a building. She doesn't want anybody to know that she wants it to control the Enchantress, and she sends her fucking Suicide Squad in there to try to get it back. I don't even think you needed the Enchantress at all. You don't, but if if some fucking producer that was like, you don't get my million dollars unless you fucking put the Enchantress in there. (laughs) Okay, fine. We'll put her in there, and here's your million dollars, but at least it fucking makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the things we've talked about on a lot of our, our review shows is, like, why this movie – what direction the movie should have gone. Yeah. That would have made it better. And uh, I think we're actually going to – moving forward, um, we've got in the works uh, – the uh our our version of the gambit movie that's never going to be good like there's just no chance in the world that the gambit i i'm i i am a channing tatum fan i think he's a nice guy but this is not going he's trying to uh ryan reynolds it and it's not going to go well for him yeah i i i will i will agree well uh, uh, remy lebeau xxl 
Terrible dancer, and I will fight any chick that wants to argue with me. Uh, he is a terrible That's dancer. Brave. I don't. I don't care. I look. I taught hip hop for years. He's fucking awful. His wife is a fucking gangster when yeah. it comes to the dance floor. He is fucking terrible. Uh, he's a terrible dancer, and he's not a good dramatic actor. No. But the only time I've ever liked him is when he's doing com- like he's doing comedy and then he he completely becomes a different person like he understands how to be silly and I'm sure he's a super nice guy and whatever but like if he does try to rounds around I don't think it'll be I don't think it'll be the worst thing that he can possibly do the worst thing he can do is try to play it straight yeah, and then I no. think it'll ruin it and that's the thing I don't. I don't really want to talk much about this because Gambit's like my favorite character. <laughs> oh, no, um, and it's and I and I hate Channing Tatum. So it's it's one of those things. But uh, there's a comic title out right now that's uh, that's Deadpool versus Gambit, and it's it's a great title because those characters really do complement each other very well. And it is a it's a heist comic book uh, with those two characters. And I guess if you went that way, if you went the kind of Ryan Reynolds route. And nailed it, then I think Gambit would be done very well. Do I think that he can do that? No, 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 no. Uh, do I hope that that film gets stuck in production hell and never comes out? <laughs> Absolutely, because I don't, I don't want to see my favorite character ruined. I don't. Well, that's that's see just it. one of the things. Like you can't really Ryan Reynolds Gambit because he's not really that satirical and that sarcastic. Yeah, that's true. Character. He's really not. He's, he's witty. He's witty for sure, but yep. he's not. You know, sarcastic it's and witty, satirical, witty and charming. Yes. I would say is more mm-hmm. his speed, but yeah, those those are not the speeds of Channing Tatum. No, that's, <laughs> that's what I was like exactly. He, <laughs> that's not his gear. No, not at all. Like no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So you know, we we've we're we're going to be doing an an episode coming up with uh, my friend Ray and uh, my friend Kelly. We're we're gonna we're gonna write a uh, a gambit film. Gonna, yeah. Like walk walk through the paces, see what anyway, okay. I think. And if it goes well, I think we might that might be a new feature on our show is to to kind of take a you know let's let's do the Justice League movie before it comes out and uh, see if we can do a better job. Too bad you can't fix Batman versus Superman. I don't think, it, yeah, I don't think it would take much to do a better job of the Justice League film yeah. just based on who's in charge of it. But anyway, uh, let's take our next commercial break. Uh, and when we come back, uh, we'll, we'll continue on this topic a little bit more because yeah. uh, it's been fun. Uh, if you wish to join the conversation, give us a call nine zero nine three six zero eight three three zero or messages on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Jack of All Nerds. We will be right back. It's raw. It's uncensored. It's live twenty four seven. It's chaoticradio.com. What does it mean to be an American? Baseball, apple pie, 4th of July. At MK Smith Chevrolet, it means much honesty, integrity, and pride in a hard day's work. Nothing embodies what it means to be an American more than MK Smith Chevrolet. 
Suburban and Freedom, Camaro and Choice, Corvette and Strength. The story writes itself. Find us at mksmithchevrolet.com and join us in celebrating what it means to be an American. Second to none since 1941. M.K. Smith Chevrolet. Are you looking for a home in the IE? Check out ierealestateinfo.com today. ierealestateinfo.com is a free service to home buyers looking for their dream home. Our simple service lets you be in control. Tell us what type of home you're looking for and we will do the rest. No more searching endless websites, reading sales sheets, and driving around only to find out the property you want was sold or worse yet, misrepresented. ierealestateinfo.com will email you a list of the homes you're looking for. Simple and easy. ierealestateinfo.com. Your time is valuable. Stop wasting it. Brandon. What's up? Dude, we have a new partner here at Chaotic Radio called PuroClean. Have you heard of them? Name sounds familiar. They're the people you call when you have water damage or mold, stuff like that. I remember waking up on Christmas morning to a flooded house. Totally sucked. PuroClean also handles biohazard waste and fire damage. Man, these are some good dudes. PuroClean can handle all of that? Yep. Go to PuroClean.com or call 909-360-5300. That's it. Just go to PuroClean.com or call 909-360-5300. Yep, yep, that's it. That's all you got to do. They're the paramedics of property damage. So PuroClean handles water or fire damage, mold, and biohazard cleanup? All of that? Swear, Brandon, nothing gets by you. Sharp as attack. Look, if you don't believe me, listen to the man himself. Hello, my name is Ruben Terrazes, and at PuroClean, water damage, fire damage, mold, and biohazard cleanup is our business. Let my highly trained staff ensure that your home or business are safe and secure. PuroClean is approved by all major insurance companies and ready to restore your property today. Call PuroClean today, 909-360-5300, or go to PuroClean.com today. When it comes to your vehicle maintenance, we know you have a lot of options. But with so many options, it can be hard to find an honest and reliable shop. That's where Mike's Automotive comes in. At Mike's Automotive, we have a commitment to honest service at a reasonable price. Located in the heart of Upland, Mike's Automotive is ready to prove to you that honest auto repair still exists. So for starters, bring your car in for any major service and your oil change is on us. Call for an appointment today, 909-373-3040. That phone number again is... 909-373-3040 or find us on the web at mikesautomotiveandtire.com Hey, what's up, guys? It's the barber from the Rantaholics. As some of you know, I may or may not have paid a visit to a courtroom in my life. Okay, maybe two. This doesn't make me the brightest bulb, but one thing is for sure, I always remember to call attorney Scott Henry. When they say to me, who's your one phone call, you best believe I'm calling attorney Scott Henry. At the law offices of Scott Henry, criminal defense is what they eat for breakfast. Don't leave your future in freedom up to some fly-by-night attorney that your mom met at bingo. Take it from me, these things are important. If the popo's got your number, you better have attorney Scott Henry's. Oh, and did I mention he specializes in DUI? If you should have called Uber, but you didn't, then call Scott Henry today. His number is 888-444-7210. That number again is 888-444-7210. 
Don't mess around, friends. It's your future. Scott is also on the interwebs at www.duipractice.com. Don't take chances. Call a professional. Summer at Dave & Buster's means one thing. More new stuff. We're introducing 10 new games this summer that are bigger, better, awesomer. They're all new, and we're the only place you can play them all. And now play any four of the hottest new games for free. Plus new blow-your-mind food and new exotic drinks. The only place for so much new fun and play four new games free. The Summer of Games, only at Dave & Buster's. You're listening to the Deadpool Show, starring me, Deadpool. What? What do you mean that's not on the cards? Oh, all right. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. <laughs> Chaotic. I'm going to go get some pancakes. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Tonight, we have Joe Hogan from the Geektitude Podcast in the studio. Before the break, we were... I don't know how it happens, but we always just <laughs> come back to hating on DC movies. Uh, that's it's about where we were. We started, yeah, pretty much. And, and I tried to start the conversation by hating on X Men movies, and it transitioned over <laughs> X Men DC. DC. You know, whoever owns the properties Fox, are both shitty. Whatever, fuck them. Um, I actually did want to steer it back over to the X-Men for just a moment, though, uh, because you you know, you know, were expressing your concerns about the X-Men films. What were your thoughts on Deadpool? Love Deadpool. Love Deadpool. Um, Colossus is my favorite X-Men, mm-hmm. and they nailed him. And I thought that was – I never thought in my life, especially after they had uh, Colossus in the other movies. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're not going to see oh, yeah, it. With, the, with the, just the normal American voice or whatever? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, we're not, we're not going to ever see – like the real colossus and that that was disappointing to me but i i like as great as the movie was i kind of dwelled on that because it was like that is my favorite character and he's right there and he's perfect mm-hmm. so the only thing that bugged me is that he was always colossus <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> he was never peter yeah. he's like he doesn't i was like Col- that's not how colossus works he doesn't eat cereal while in metal form <laughs> but you know i they didn't have a thing but I, yeah. I understand i get it yeah I get yeah, it. yeah um well, yeah, I thought uh, Deadpool was good. And you, so you enjoyed it? Yeah, as, really as liked whole? it. Really glad it was, you know, it was exactly what it needed to be. Mm-hmm. It, you know, yeah. it, it, it delivered what it promised. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that there's much wrong. The only, the only bad thing about that movie is all the people who shouldn't have brought their kids to it but did. Like, that's the only problem with that movie. <laughs> true. Very true. It is, it is one of those things that I think is, I think a lot of people need to sit back and realize is this is a movie made by fans for fans and that's the reason that it was so successful and and starring fans and starring fans they let people who genuinely love this character make the movie about the character that they love and everybody was like yeah this is the kind of movie that we want and i i still think it's going to fall on deaf ears because i think all hollywood is going to hear is oh we have to make all our movies rated r that's it. That's all they're going to hear, and they're going to completely oh, I, miss the point of why Deadpool was – it wasn't effective because it was rated R. That was just a coincidence. I'm pretty sure there was a table flip involved when I heard that because I was like, you've just missed the entire yeah. point of what you just saw. Absolutely. 
you know the, the 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 great thing everybody says that we're running out of you know the the superhero movie is limited and that we're going to we're going to get tired of it it's going to be saturated and and it's just not because we we've been watching action films for decades mm-hmm. and what marvel's doing is kind of amazing because every movie they do is a little bit different. It's got a bit of a genre to it. It's, I mean, Doctor Strange is going to be unlike any of the other superhero movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I went, you know, for a long time, everybody's like saying, make Black Widow. It's a spy film. Make Black Widow. And now they're talking about making Black Widow and it'll be a spy it's film and it'll time. be amazing. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Yeah. She's, I, honestly, that character is one of the best cameos that keeps showing up and all, like, she's one of those people where you're like, yeah, I would, I would watch an entire film about her espionage. Like, and not just for her tits. I really mean I would. <laughs> I mean I'm, her I'm, ass too. Yeah, but. like yeah, but like I'm into the character, guys. Okay. Yeah. I want to learn more about what makes her tick. Why she doesn't have a Russian accent? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Ever. because she's naturalized, dude. It just Ever. happens. It just happens. <laughs> and she does have a Russian accent when she speaks Ever. Russian. Ever. Does she though? She does. Yeah, you just gotta listen. I think for she's it. just speaking Russian. I think she's just. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think there's a difference, Danny. <laughs> Uh, I think, I think, I think Marvel's going to wait and see how well Wonder Woman does. Cause I think Marvel's just a little weary about putting a, uh, a lady out there in front. Yeah, but if you put, if you're, if the takeaway from a bad Wonder Woman movie is that Wonder, is that female superheroes can't sell a movie, they're, they're looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're, they're missing the point. They've already got Captain Marvel slated, so yeah. that's, you know, yeah. don't, don't shy away from it now. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Um, yeah, I don't think Scarlett Johansson ages, so that's that's good. No, 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 she doesn't. <laughs> I'm just saying, so they could do it like an origin story if they wanted to. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if they would though. I just feel like the way the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going, they would just tie it into whatever is happening. You know what I mean? They they don't seem to be doing like X Men Origins. <laughs> and then just tell the origin story of Wolverine over and over and over and over and over again. And honestly, I'm, I don't know why you were surprised that Deadpool ever got made because of the popularity of the character appearing in that film. <laughs> I mean, it did. There was a there was a, a ruckus about it. I don't know if you yeah, know that. I, I do know that. I, I was aware. I didn't even care about Deadpool at the time, and I was like, "The fuck is this?" <laughs> I remember the, remember the physical pain I was oh in watching God. that going. Yeah. Just, it, it started as it's it, the pain didn't hit right at first. It was this yeah. this slow like crippling sensation <laughs> as you're watching this, and it's dawning on you what is going on on yeah. the screen. Yeah, I just I, I I wish to God I was in a writer's room where someone was like, guys, we should uh, we should include the Merc with the mouth, and then some asshole was like, should we show it? Should we should we sew it shut? Should we? Yeah, I know he's supposed to talk a lot, but how about we just fucking sew it shut? And some asshole was like, "That's a great idea. That's a really, that's a really good idea." Yeah. What, what about his that. swords? Can we put those in his hands? Wolverine's yeah. got swords in his hands. It works. Yeah. Go with the formula that works, People guys. People really like Wolverine, so that should <laughs> that should. Yeah, but you know what? He needs an edge. What if you know? I think he. In the, I think he has like some sort of a, a belt that lets him teleport. What if we just fucking made him be able to do that <laughs> and like fucking shoot beams out of his eyes? <laughs> Fuck yes! <laughs> just all doing lines of coke. Like <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is the greatest superhero ever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want that to be. I want like that character to be brought up in Deadpool two. 
<laughs> the, the action figure was on. Well, I know the yeah. action, I know the action figure was, but like, like the Wade Wilson, I want so him to be like, yeah, this time at Three Mile Island. I think I think what Danny wants is, uh, do you remember when we did the American Godzilla back in like two thousand? Mm-hmm. It was an atrocity. Yes, mm-hmm. and then uh, the Japanese Godzilla did Godzilla. I think it was called Godzilla two thousand. Yeah, and they had an alien. Creature that took DNA from Godzilla that looked strikingly like the American one. <laughs> and Godzilla just destroyed that thing. Like, I feel like that's what Danny wants. Yes. Some sort of weird offshoot clone of Deadpool that looked like that. He just kills it. <laughs> it would be cinematically one of the greatest moments in superhero history. <laughs> and just, just it proceeds to kill everybody else in that universe yeah. as yeah. well. Just puts it through a wood chipper and. <laughs> Down. Totally down. Yeah. Played by Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and you know what? The Not the wood chipper. You know why that works? Because all I can think of is that stupid scene in Ghost Rider where he's shirtless and he's, like, posing in front of the mirror. It's like, oh, that's... Oh, oh God. <sighs> No, he, wait, wait. He'd, he'd do I'm it. Deadpool. He would do it, by the way. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, of course There's not a movie he won't do. Of course uh, he would. That's not true. He doesn't do good ones. <laughs> Bravo. I was, I was going to say, Nick Cage is the white Samuel L. Jackson, where if there's a movie, he's in it. That's... <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's the white crazy guy that isn't Nick Nolte. <laughs> See that movie, The White Crazy Guy? Was it Nick Nolte? No. Oh, Nicolas Cage, yeah. Yeah, no. Nicolas, you can just, I, I just assume Nicolas Cage is in everything until his name isn't in the credits. That's. (laughs) So do you guys think, um, because Deadpool was so successful, that obviously, I mean, without question, Fox is gonna throw a lot of money at it this time. Because the first time around, they, they had a low budget, you know what I mean? And I feel like, I think I think I think it's dangerous. You think they're gonna? Yeah, I, that's what I'm thinking. Like Fox is gonna try to get more involved than they should. Exactly. Yeah, that that'll be the only thing that can fault Deadpool too mm-hmm. is that if they is that that their stipulation of giving them more money comes with hey, we want to have a yeah. say in what's going on. We want like all the X Men in the movie okay. now. At yeah. that point, I think Ryan Reynolds would be like. No. Yeah. Yeah, I I actually think they've done a really good job in uh kind of holding on to power because really Fox was like we're not making this fucking movie. Yeah. And they lobbied for it so hard that they were like, "All right, well, here's a couple million, I guess, see what you can do." And then they just fucking made the greatest, one of the best superhero movies. Um so hopefully uh and I doubt this, but hopefully they they look at that and go, "Cool, here's more money." Do you think you can make a better movie again? Um, which is which is the hope. That's we'll, the... we'll stand over here. You go make your movie over there. I mean, I, yeah. it's not going to happen though. No. I, that's, that's I think I think Fox is going to get yeah, their hands overestimating. There. I think I said this earlier, but what in the entire history of Fox? <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly right. There's no way that Fox is going to be like. I think do I'm the just going to start. I think I'm just going to start using Fox. As like a noun verb type, like I'm just gonna start saying what in the actual fox. I think that's what <laughs> I'm gonna start saying. 
I'm just going to create an idiom out of Fox is what's going to happen. What does the Fox say? Well, and also, so what there, there's another solo Wolverine movie coming out. The yeah. mm-hmm. Old, old Man Logan, Logan. Right? That's the storyline they're doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's going to be R. Are you familiar with that? I'm not. That's that, that that came out after I ran out of money and time. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ready for... Uh, I, I love him, but I think Hugh Jackman has had his moment. Mm-hmm. I think you know, I, 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 I think Wolverine himself has had his moment. It's now all about Deadpool, and um, which is its own problem. But uh, I, I think we might see X twenty three in the future. I think mm-hmm. that's what was stolen mm-hmm. out of the you know spoilers. That was what was stolen at the uh, stinger of X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, it was DNA that they're going to turn into X twenty three. Oh, that's right. That's what would. It, yeah, okay. Yeah. I just don't understand how they're doing the like the old man Logan because the problem with Fox in control of the X Men films is that they've tried to tie all these movies together mm. in a universe, and they're jumping around. That which, makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. right. At like at all. Yeah. Um, and so, if this is not going to be just its own one-off, I don't see how it's done because this story of Old Man Logan takes place in an alternate, like post-apocalyptic future, you know, where basically like the the Hulk has turned into like the Hills Have Eyes, yeah, and they're like, <laughs> like, no, for serious, no, no, he's he's like, hillbilly, yeah, the and... hillbilly mutant, wow. like yeah. it's it's a weird, like all the superheroes are dead except for Hawkeye, who is like. He's one blind. Eye. Yeah, yeah. He's, no, he's blind. He's yeah, blind. He's blind. That's crazy. And it's it's a weird fucking story. Yeah. Sinister likes to wear around like Captain America's mask or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's and, yeah. And Wolverine doesn't like he doesn't do that anymore. He doesn't do the superhero. And also like he's he's a farmer. He uh, <laughs> because he doesn't do that anymore because he basically killed the X Men. <laughs> no, no, they, no, he did. They tricked him. Wow. And he thought he was fighting. Uh, enemies, yeah, and then when he snapped out of it, he had murdered the X Men. Is what happened. <laughs> so it's a dark fucking wow. story. But yeah, it's one of those reviews like I th- this cannot exist in the fucking universe yeah. that you guys yeah. have created. Well, like, I mean, it can. I mean, they fucked up the continuity so much that yeah. they there could be offshoot well, universes every which way. Yeah, and I'm sure it's not going to be. It's not going to be what the book is. It's going to be oh, Fox's. No. No. Whatever version uh, of it. Obviously, they're 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 probably going to debut the X twenty three storyline in Old Man Logan because mm-hmm. it's the next X Men franchise they're, movie. They're gonna they're gonna seal up Sinister's mouth. They're gonna give him arm blades. <laughs> they're, they're gonna Sinister. Actually, they're gonna give him Cyclops' powers, which is ironic since he's invulnerable to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I really think the only continuity is going to be that it's called Old Man Logan. Yeah. Outside uh-huh. of that, yeah. I don't think we're going to see any of the things that you just mentioned. Yeah. And honestly, it's just going to be a slightly more aged Hugh Jackman. Yeah. No, and that's that's probably what they were. They're like, look, yeah. we got we got a contract, guys, and he's he's he's, he's getting up there. What if we just do this uh, Old Man Logan storyline, and it'll fit with his age perfectly? And then yeah. they're like, yeah. Do you know what that story is about? No, but <laughs> fans will love it, right? Yeah. Exactly. They'll just go because of the name. Yeah. And then you know damn well they started. Somebody started reading Old Man Logan, and again they're in the writers' room, and they're like, "Um, 
I don't think we can make this. <laughs> There's too many <laughs> properties yeah. in this that we don't yeah, own. We don't own any of that. Like you're yeah. not going to see the Hulks in it. Like I mean, no, unless, yeah. no Hawkeye. Because I know, I know for a fact, Marvel's not going to go the other way. They yeah. might be like, "Fuck you, give us our X Men properties back." They're not going to be like, "Yeah, we'll loan you the Hulk and everybody else." Yeah. No. <laughs> They're also coming out with. Uh, with New Mutants, which terrifies me because that's one of my favorite comic books of all time, and uh, I'm just I'm, I'm just afraid of what they're going to do. Trying to think, New Mutants is that like movie? yeah, Cannonball and Cannonball and Mirage, Mirage Wolfsbane, and yeah, Wolfsbane. Okay. Mm. Was Forge New Mutants? No, he was no, he no. was X- he was New pre-Australia X Men. Okay. Yeah, it's only my it's just fuck. Just could do them all, man. X Force. <laughs> But, well, I mean, they're, they're talking about doing an X Force movie with Ryan Reynolds and uh, X Factor. <laughs> Fuck, let's do an Alpha Flight movie. <laughs> done, <laughs> done. Yes, I would the go n- see that. The, the, nicest, just for the pure, the nicest superheroes ever. <laughs> no, Marvel Canada is a horrible place. Marvel Canada is a horrible place. The bizarro world of Canada. <laughs> when you, know, when you oh, look shit. at when you look at the heroes that have come from there and the villains, that come from there, it really is. You're just like. Wow, they're a bunch of assholes out there. Because, <laughs> like, Wolverine's a prime example. Can, uh, Sabretooth and when, uh, the Wendigo. Wendigo. No, yeah, you, you eat a piece of, of undercooked meat in Canada and you yeah. turn into a Wendigo. <laughs> yeah. I, there was uh, one of the X-Men... The, the, again, they, they have, like, a thousand titles mm-hmm. for X-Men and Avengers. Uh, and one of the recent uh, crossover events was that, like, everybody was... Con- Tracting the Wendigo curse, uh-huh. so like all of Canada had turned into Wendigos, and it was starting to spread. So like the Avengers are at the border trying to keep them, like bu- they're gonna build a wall, like for, you know whatever. Like they're just trying to stop it. Wow. Donald Trump's like, hang on, Wendigo. I got a perfect idea. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Canada's gonna pay for it. <laughs> I don't care if they ca- pay me in Wendigo for. <laughs> wow. Uh uh, we 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 talked about Alpha Flight. I feel like my job here is done. <laughs> I would love to see an Alpha Flight movie. That would be great. Maybe like just some Canadian studio does it though, <laughs> because I don't think anybody here would have the chops to do it. Well, I mean, you know, maybe Ryan Reynolds is Canadian, so maybe he'll uh, yeah <laughs> he'll get some buzz little... going for it. <laughs> I don't know. Send it on down their way or up their way or whatever. I don't know where Canada Just is. He's on down the road. Whatever. What's correct? He's convinced uh, Peter Dinklage that uh, Puck is the most amazing character in the world and have him, Ryan Reynolds, the movie. Oh, oh, that would be so great. God, we are... Look, we're not even doing coke in a writer's room. (laughs) Banging out gems. Just the uh, the wit fest that would go on between the two of those guys would be worth the price of admission. Uh, I think we should take another commercial. <laughs> I think that needs to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, if you uh, wish to join the conversation, give us a call at 909-360-8330 or messages on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash jackofallnerds. We will be right back. ChaoticRadio.com Hey man, do you have a good doctor? I've got to get me fixed. Oh, you mean like a proctologist? Um, no. Oh, so you mean a gynecologist? No. What's your problem? Do I look like a veg? 
I need a fix. I need music, dude. I need my punk rock vinyl fix. Oh, okay. Why didn't you say so? I, I think I know a guy. What type of records are you after? You know, good stuff like Minor Threat, X-Ray Specs, The Dickies, Stiff Little Fingers, Operation Ivy. Oh, that's easy. Just like your mom. Dr. Strange has all the best new and used punk rock vinyls, bondage pants, creepers, patches, stickers, plus ass loads more from all those bands you mentioned. Oh, yes. Now you're speaking my language. Where was that again? It's easy. Just go to rarepunk.com. The doc's been corrupting the youth since 1988. Oh, man. Hey, as soon as you're done jerking it, go to rarepunk.com. It's so easy even a dipshit like you can do it. Why don't you get it tattooed on your dick so you'll see it every day? How did he know I was wanking? Summer at Dave & Buster's means one thing. More new stuff. We're introducing ten new games this summer that are bigger, better, awesome-er. They're all new, and we're the only place you can play them all. And now play any four of the hottest new games for free. Plus new blow-your-mind food and new exotic drinks. The only place for so much new fun and play four new games free. The Summer of Games, only at Dave & Buster's. Hey, what's up, guys? It's the barber from the Rantaholics. As some of you know, I may or may not have paid a visit to a courtroom in my life. Okay, maybe two. This doesn't make me the brightest bulb, but one thing is for sure, I always remember to call attorney Scott Henry. When they say to me, who's your one phone call, you best believe I'm calling attorney Scott Henry. At the law offices of Scott Henry, criminal defense is what they eat for breakfast. Don't leave your future in freedom up to some fly-by-night attorney that your mom met at bingo. Take it from me, these things are important. If the popo's got your number, you better have attorney Scott Henry's. Oh, and did I mention he specializes in DUI? If you should have called Uber, but you didn't, then call Scott Henry today. His number is 888-444-7210. That number again is 888-444-7210. Don't mess around, friends. It's your future. Scott is also on the interwebs at www.duipractice.com. Don't take chances. Call a professional. Have you ever fell victim to a misleading furniture ad? You know the ones that overpromise and underdeliver. Most of those companies promise big savings but always fall short. Comfort Plus Mattress and Furniture in Rancho Cucamonga is here to change your furniture shopping experience. Quality, a huge selection, and the best pricing. Comfort Plus has it all. You can furnish your entire home at a fraction of retail pricing. Call Comfort Plus now for our current specials, 909-481-3300. Comfort Plus is conveniently located on 4th Street between Archibald and Haven, just north of the 10 Freeway in beautiful Rancho Cucamonga. Comfort Plus Mattress and Furniture offers your family a difference you can feel. For more info, go to comfortplus.biz or call 909-481-3300. Make sure to mention Chaotic Radio. That's comfortplus.biz or call 909-481-3300. and Sons Termite and Pest Control. Family owned and operated. Proudly serving the Inland Empire for over 20 years. Nice, friendly, trained technicians. Specializing in treatments for ants, spiders, fleas, ticks, and roaches. We also take care of gophers and rodents. Getting bites and not quite sure from what? Ask about our bed bug detection and treatment offers. Military and senior discounts are available. Don't forget to mention our free termite inspections. Call Craig and Sons toll free 800-281-2219. No gimmicks or long-term contracts. Just good old-fashioned quality service from our family to yours. 
riddle me this, Batman. Where can I find the best selection of comic books in the Inland Empire? I'm not playing your twisted game, Nigma. Oh, just answer the question, Batsy, and we'll let you go. <laughs> yes, unless you think you have something to fear. You might want to find someone to write new riddles. The answer is Four Color Fantasy's comic book store in Rancho Cucamonga. They have the biggest selection of comics, graphic novels, and collectibles. For more information, visit them on the web at fourcolorfantasies.com or give them a call at 909-563-8751. Fourcolorfantasies.com, 909-563-8751. He got every detail correct. Well, who came up with this ridiculous question? You did. Oh, you're right. I guess we'll leave that to you next time. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we have to let him go. But I didn't get to use my fear toxin. Oh, hi-ho, everyone. This is Kermit the Frog. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Tonight, we have Joe Hogan from the Geektitude Podcast in the studio. Um, Before the break, we uh, were continuing to talk about Marvel movies. Um, But now we're going to take a slight detour. Uh, Joe, you mentioned that you have a new show coming out. I do. Um, you know, I, I mentioned that Geektitude's meant to be positive and uh, and and to to cause change that way, but sometimes positivity is not good enough. Um, and so uh, the the armchair activist in me needs to throw things. And uh, so uh, I I met in my podcasting adventures a woman by the name of Kelly Hightower. She has a podcast called The Mating Habits of the Modern Geek. And, uh, and, uh, she is an amazing, an amazing person. And the two of us are going to start a podcast called the state of the geek. And basically we're going to look at problems in geek culture and, um, try and figure out what's causing them and what we can do about them. And so that it's not negative, negative, negative. We want to do a call of action at the end of every mm-hmm. episode. Um, it'll probably come out once a month, uh, because you know, adulting, but, uh, um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of our new venture, and we're really both excited about it. We're going to be uh, recording our our episode zero this week, and uh, I think it's uh, I'm I'm a an English teacher, and I was going over the Four Freedoms speech by uh, Franklin Roosevelt with the kids, and one of the things he says in there is you know talking about people who didn't want to go into World War II, he said uh, you know we will shame them with our patriotism. And the kids had this big reaction. They're like, well, you know, you're not supposed to shame people and, you know, bullying's bad. And I was like, you know, I think that may have been part of our problem recently is that we're not, we're, we're, we're too afraid to point fingers at people and go, see that, that what you're doing right there? That's, that's not good. You know, stop that. So, so yeah, that's our, our new venture going forward. We're really excited about it and we kind of feel like it's, it's a prime environment right now to, to be talking about a little bit more serious issues because um, beat culture can be a really, really toxic place. And, uh, you know, we, we might not be able to 
change the entire world, but we're gonna we're gonna try and change the world one geek at a time. <laughs> you were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew it. It was coming. It was a good speech. It was really. It was good. I mean, it's it sounds like a, a nice positive thing, and uh, and I appreciate that uh, that you all your endeavors have have the positivity message. Um, anytime you need therapy, you can you can always come here and just let it out, let the let the hate out, uh, because that's we try to be positive, but it doesn't work. Very well, often. honestly, that's that's part of the reason why we're starting the second podcast because there's only so much, so far positivity can go. Um, I think with this one, it's going to be a, a little bit more, um, you know, <laughs> there are a lot more table flips, a lot more, uh, <laughs> a lot more calling people out and. Uh, and one of the big reasons why I asked Kelly to, to co-host with me is uh, she's a sassy Southern woman, and she's not going to let me be Switzerland, you know. Um, so I'm I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It it should be a really good a good endeavor for for a while at least. Okay. Yeah. Now uh, the Geekitude, uh, how long are those? episodes generally um they do run long they tend to be about an hour and a half average if it's uh if it's a movie review we we tend to riff for about two hours and uh and uh you know we go on our little tangents but anywhere between an hour and two hours depending on the guest and the the subject matter okay and then is the the new show going to be similar in format well since mine can push two hours quite frequently and mating habits can can get to three if she lets it (laughs) we've decided that if if we are uh you know going two three hours we'll we'll separate them up because we're only doing it once a month so let us release a little bit more frequently and not um not drown our our listeners in contests um is there any uh anything coming up on geekitude that you'd like to Mention. Yeah, we're we're about to hit episode fifty. We just did uh, episode forty-eight uh, this week. You're you're coming on for episode forty-nine. Yes. So that'll be fun, and um, and uh, I think the next couple of months we've got a couple of comic artists coming in. Uh, we've got a director of a movie that, right off the top of my head, I can't remember what the the title is, but a sci-fi director. So we've got some some fun industry people coming in over October. I think it's going to be an industry month. Cool. Yeah. And uh, do you do uh, like do you go to conventions as as Geekitude and stuff like that? Yeah, or? yeah. We actually just did NerdCon um, back in in August, and we did two panels there. We did one on fan positivity, and we did one on on general podcasting. And uh, that that little group of of podcasters that we've kind of gathered, um, the Average Geek Show out of San uh, San Diego. Uh, the Weck podcast out of Simi Valley and, uh, Dumbbells and Dragons, which is, uh, <laughs> like the best name for a podcast, right? It, it's, uh, he's in, I think, uh, North Hollywood. And so we went down to Escondido for a weekend and just had a blast. It was just a lot of fun because it was actually the first time that all, it was like 10 of us got together and, and just hung out. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's always fun. Yeah, absolutely. You're, uh, the, the fan positivity panel. Do you have any negative fans? We, we actually had a fan charge the stage. It was quite an experience. No for way, him. really? Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, he was very upset about um, um, some award show, a big award show, the big sci-fi, uh, the Hugos. Yeah, the Hugos. Mm-hmm. And um, and he started, you know, complaining about bulletin boards and things that he'd been reading stuff on and different people in the culture. And, you know, I tried to to 
you know, I, I had the microphone, luckily, so I tried to get it away. And uh, I turned around to kind of pass it to the rest of the panel. And then one of the, the panels, like, pointing behind me, and he's, like, following me to the side. Because they had it set up as a runway for the cosplay. Oh, okay. And so he was following me down the aisle. And <laughs> luckily, one of our panelists knew exactly what he was talking about and really quickly kind of, you know, oh, sir, I know exactly what you're talking about, diffused it. <laughs> Thank yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. 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 to. They're crazy. That's uh, people. People are intense. Yeah, it's one thing to do to do a, a recorded show like this, and then it's completely different when you have yeah. an audience involved in any capacity, whether it's doing a panel or or doing a live show. Like it's, uh, it can get interesting real fast. Yeah some, yeah. some guy came up to me after the panel and was like, "Yeah, I I, I know. I asked the question after that guy. I, I really." Didn't have an, a question i just figured you guys needed an assist i was like dude thank you i appreciate it because we needed to move up off that topic real quick <laughs> yeah actually that's really cool because most people would just be like i see the train wreck coming i'm just gonna sit back and watch <laughs> popcorn <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. so is that um was that the first time you had done uh, panel? Yeah, okay. yeah, that was our, our first panel, um, where we're looking at doing a couple more in some of the local cons. I'm actually, uh, a part of, um, the, the schedule of Palm Springs Comic Con, which is coming in November. Uh, it's, we, we had a Comic Con Palm Springs come in. It was kind of the, the, um, pre-made Comic Cons that, they'll bring to a city, mm-hmm. which was, was nice and people had a lot of fun at it. But there, there is a, a group in Palm Springs that are doing kind of a very homegrown one. We're going to do it at the, the Hard Rock Cafe, the, the Hard Rock Hotel, um, out there. And, uh, lots of artists, lots of multimedia personalities trying to, to kind of bring, bring a different side of geekdom to, to Palm Springs. So that's kind of fun. So when is that happening? That's happening, uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I do have a couple questions for you, not necessarily podcast related, but sure. just speed round. Speed round. Go. Uh, no. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill. Uh, no, but getting back to not necessarily movie stuff, but getting back to X Men. Um, you mentioned that Colossus is your favorite. Yes. Uh, that being said, if you had mutant powers, which pa- would you want those powers, or are there different? combination of uh of powers that you would want i would i would go phoenix all the way really? yeah because she's just probably, gonna be a god it's yeah okay. pretty much but like it's so un, it's so unpredictable <laughs> <laughs> one minute you're like super cool the next minute you're fucking killing everyone you've ever yeah, met eating planets eating you know planets. yeah yeah no but that like i've always thought telekinesis would be a cool power to you know especially especially as a teacher every once in a while you just kind of want to force drive a kid into the wall <laughs> That's 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 pretty fucking fantastic. I don't even know if that's just a teacher thing. I think once a day you want to force you. <laughs> just, just an average person into the wall. Uh. Um. <laughs> all right, that's all right, that's fair enough. I is, but I don't know. Phoenix Force isn't necessarily a mutant power. Yeah, it just, no, it just heightens her. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think, you know, she had really, really strong telekinesis that you could do. It's kind of like Marvel, Marvel magnetism. You can pretty much do anything with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that's kind of 
you know, if I had to just have the base power of telekinesis, that would be cool. But why not amp it up yeah. to you know Phoenix level? It is such a great thing with uh, with comic book powers is that writers can they just manipulate it to be like whatever. Oh, Magneto, we want him to be able to fly. Okay, well, yeah, he just manipulates the magnets in the air, and he he can fly. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Um, What's the thing though? I don't know if I would ever want Jean Grey or or Charles Xavier like power, mainly because in every version of them that's ever been shown, their powers look painful. Yeah, like, yeah. Like there's wincing, there's there's <laughs> moaning. Uh, in fact, if you if you go back and watch the '90s X Men cartoon and just don't watch it, just listen to it. It'll sound like Jean Grey is getting boned <laughs> hard, like a lot. Most of the time, in fact. Um, it's just, I don't know. What's, what's and now we know why Wolverine takes such an interest. <laughs> what's the name of that series where they, they take the trailers? The, is it the real trailer? Oh, Honest Trailers? Honest Trailers. Yeah. Have you seen the on- Honest Trailers of the 90s X-Men? They did one for the... Yes, did and they, they really? They, and they called that out exactly. Oh, <laughs> and then they put like just a series of her of her telekinetic moans. <laughs> Oh it's my amazing. I didn't even know they did that for the... I, I didn't know they did the movie trailers. I didn't know they did that for for cartoons. Yeah, they, they they do little specials here and there, and somebody somebody asked for the 90s X-Men cartoon. That is amazing. And it's phenomenal. I'm going to have to go look that up now. Uh, but to be for serious, like even, even Charles, though, like even Professor Xavier, and he's using his powers, he always just looks like he's taking a hard shit <laughs> or something like that. And you want to, you know, when you have mutant powers, you want to look cool. You want to you wanna do the Cyclops thing or something. I don't know. Yeah, but does anybody really like Cyclops? I do. <laughs> I, but I, it's just because, like, he's never been done well on that's screen. True. And, like, that's – it's because he's – I actually thought he was very well represented in the 90s cartoon. Yes. But, yeah, no. In the 90s cartoon, he, he's not bad. But it, it, I feel like he's just always been, like, this huge disservice that he's just like this – Oh, I'm a crybaby in the shadow of Wolverine. And it's like, no, Cyclops is a fucking badass. Like, there's a reason he's the leader of the X-Men. There, like, there are runs where he is written well, but there's so few and far between. I know. Which sucks so because he is a, he's, he should be a cool character. And I feel like they make him, they allude to him being the leader of the X-Men just by default and not by any, like, action action or talent mm-hmm. or skill that he has. And it's like, no, like, you don't you don't get to lead a team of fucking badass superheroes if you're not awesome yourself. Well, and a lot of that's tied into, into like, Marvel politics because, you know, the whole Phoenix dies and then you know, Chris Claremont got pissy so he threw in Madeline Pryor which is basically a clone of Jean Grey yeah and he gets married and uh you know then somebody wants to bring Jean back and so he leaves her and from that point on there was just no winning in Cyclops it's like yeah like he was just at that point everybody was a shake anytime he walks into a room the head shake and it's you know it's a bad day for Cyclops I like the Secret Wars Cyclops which was Phoenix Force Cyclops I Mm -hmm. like that Cyclops well, in the most recent in the comics, like there's all kinds of wacky shit because Cyclops, uh, I think, killed Xavier and became a bad guy, and then like the entire young X Men team got transported out of time into the present, and then like Cyclops, because he doesn't want to turn into the evil version of himself, goes off into space with his dad Corsair and becomes a space pirate, which 
I'm not going to lie to you. What? That was a great series. <laughs> <laughs> it was just called Cyclops, and it was just him, like teen Cyclops, hanging out with his dad in space doing space pirate stuff. That that sounds pretty fucking awesome. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Have Have you ever listened to Jay and Miles explains the X Men? It's It's a phenomenal podcast, and it's basically they go um, the story arc by story arc through the X Men, and they add their own little commentary to it and everything, and they they. It's a combination of reverence when it should be reverent and snarkiness when it needs to be snarky. <laughs> that sounds amazing. And, and Jay's favorite character is Cyclops, and he, they, they defend him to to the end because they they acknowledge where he's not well written and yeah. where he and it's, um, you know, that's that's where I I heard that's where I get most of my my X Men news nowadays, and that's where I heard about. Cyclops space pirate and that does sound like an amazing adventure who doesn't want to be a space pirate yeah yeah no it's true I do think it got cancelled though because I haven't seen an issue quite some time and it wasn't like a a definitive end it was just like done yeah that's disappointing but uh, that seems to be the case anything that I look okay like with Fox and television shows this is what Marvel. Anything I love, they kill it rather quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that's good, they also kill really quickly. Yeah. yeah. So, because um, I was reading the new, I think it was all new X Factor, which had Gambit in it, because Gambit wasn't doing anything, didn't have a solo title, and I was, it was kind of a weird, you know, but idea, but like corporate run mm-hmm. X Factor, and I was enjoying it, and that only lasted like. 16 issues or something like that before it was done or 20 issues and then it was it was finished um you know uh moon knight i I was really digging that when uh uh when ellis warren ellis was on it and then he like four or five issues in was gone they brought in someone else and it was still okay but then they just gave up on it and you know it's whatever fucking marvel (laughs) i think that's a big reason why i stopped reading i for a while, there was like every six months, it was a new creative team, and then every every plot line got dropped, and every character changed on the team. And after a while, you're just like, I'm tired of being disappointed. Yeah. It's it, it's almost like they, and I again with I think it's a perfect analogy is with Fox and the television show. It's like you don't give it a chance to get the momentum because mm-hmm. you just. You throw it out there and like it wasn't a huge insane hit right out the gate and so you're like fuck it pull it yeah you know? right and it's like you're not giving anyone a chance to get invested in yeah it. there are very few pilots that are good like i very rarely do i sit in september and watch a new pilot and go oh yeah this is gonna be an amazing show like yeah. it's like oh okay there's there's potential here let's give it another episode or two yeah well and and they've created this track record of like well, yeah, I don't want to get involved in the show until I know that it's going to last. Because if I do, and then you fucking cancel it six episodes in, like, yeah, I've already wasted my time. Like, and it's funny that Fox is the one with that reputation, but it's every every network does. Oh yeah, that. oh they do. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, they Fox totally has do. The, for whatever reason, <laughs> yeah. they're the ones that you they, think they have of. the stigma. Well, yeah. everything has to start out as a procedural for the first season and then maybe if it's good they'll venture into like actual storylines that aren't yeah. week to week but before then it has to be you know one one cop one man one woman one mm. with supernatural powers one with not right. and and you know and that is every show in September every year yep. and see and that's why that Supergirl the reason that CBS dropped Supergirl is because there was no potential to do a spinoff in Miami or <laughs> <laughs> Vegas or, yeah or yeah. anything like that so yeah 
Supergirl Las Vegas. <laughs> what? But see, that's the problem is that Fox could do that because how many friggin' X-Men team have yeah. there been? It's like, okay, yeah. we'll just do – in fact, I think there was at one point an X-Men team on every continent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, it's, it's Which very I, unfortunate. Did, when they, that's what I need to, I need to research that is when they have the license for something, is it strictly like they have the movie license? Or is there a different license for television? Like I, I, I want to say, I think there is a different licensing because for television, I, though. Because I feel like, yeah, and I think that is the case. Because, because I, I know that's why, that's why Warner Brothers are, you know, well, no, they do the movies too. So I don't know. But also, like, I, I and maybe they do own the rights. But I know that like Marvel Films and Marvel TV fucking hate each other. Yeah, like they're still, not friends. It's still the same company. I, I guess that's true because it is still all under. Well, no. Yeah, I guess it is all under the same company, though. But the reason I'm wondering is because I think, like, the X-Men could be something that could be done as a TV show, you know, and... Well, they're doing two. They're doing Legion. Um, So that'll be interesting. And they do say that it's supposed to do that. You're talking about tying into continuity. That's supposed to tie into all the films, too. Um and then I well, that'll be the, good for like six episodes until they cancel it. That'll yeah. be awesome. And I don't know. Maybe they are doing an X Factor, or hmm. they're doing. They are doing something else with an X property, and it's on TV. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, I have to look into that. But yeah, I just it's it sometimes it baffles me about about the, the the licenses and like the properties and like what they do with it, what they don't do with it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's like with the CW has, you know. Flash, Arrows, Supergirl now, which actually I'm excited to see where that show goes on this on that network and being able to tie it in with the other. Because I thought the crossover with the Flash when it was on CBS was like the best episode of the entire season. Yeah, and it was because that you got to see kind of Supergirl and Flash both being how they should be, like they were in the comics and not teen mopey and whatever. <laughs> just, <laughs> anyway. But it's just, it's one of those things where the way they're setting all that stuff up on the CW, it feels like a Batman, not Gotham, not Gotham, but like a Batman year one show mm. would be perfect for television. Yeah. But instead, no, you get Batboy, uh, <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. I, I don't know. We, we don't watch that show. Yeah, no, I, no, I gave up on it pretty early. I, from the minute they were like, hey, hey, Batman's a kid, I was like, fuck off. <laughs> Get out of here! Yeah, fuck that show. Yeah, but it is one of those things where I just like, why? Why don't you guys do that? You know? Yeah. And and they're bringing Superman into Supergirl, but you're not. You're probably never going to see a Superman show. No. No. I mean, and hey, what was wrong with Lois and Clark? <laughs> Sorry, I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> How dare you, sir? That is a classic series. Uh, yeah, it's great. I love Lois. I was and actually Clark. about to cite that as an example as to why it doesn't work. On- <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've moved past the secret identity show. Like, and anytime they bring it into any of these shows, it's like stop, just stop right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, we've seen it. We don't need to see it again. Yeah. Yeah, or you can just be like Arrow and just fucking tell everybody you ever met that you're the fucking Arrow. <laughs> the Arrow can be good, and then like it gets momentum, and then they CW it, and then yeah, it gets momentum, yeah, no, and then they CW right. it. It's like stop lying to your friends, yeah. and this won't happen. Yeah, they they really they always had they've always had the CW stench, and there's times where it's palpable, and then there's times where you're like. 
oh yeah, they're kind of just doing their own thing. And it, you, you never know when it comes to watching an episode. But see, fortunately, now that The Flash is a show, right? Anytime that they're just like, oh, we don't like what we did with those last few seasons. Like, That's fine. We'll just have The Flash go back in time and reset the entire <laughs> as As he did with his own show. Wow. That's, Which I think is actually going to be a very exciting season for the yeah, Flash. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. But because he did that, that affects every other show. Because it's like if he was never there, he didn't – even before he was the Flash, he didn't go to to meet Oliver and Felicity. He didn't help him make his costume and all this stuff. So, like, how do you – that's – Honestly, whoever the showrunner is, it sounds exhausting. Yeah, like, right. Tie all that stuff together and keep it straight, you know. And then you've got you, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. They're all time hopping and shit too. So yeah, right. somebody somewhere has probably quit a number of times, <laughs> just throw their hands up in the air. I'm done. And then they have to go running after him because he he's the only one who he's knows the only what one the hell's knows. going on. There's there's notes on my desk. <laughs> but this is this is fucking hieroglyphics. We don't know what you're doing. Were you doing coke when you wrote this? <laughs> yeah, I was I was helping write uh Deadpool and uh X-Men Origins and you know, we all do crack, so. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, guys, we are we're almost out of time. Just about. Um is there anything uh any message for the listeners out there, like kind of like an after-school special, kind of, <laughs> you know, don't do drugs, do drugs. I don't know what, whatever. <laughs> do coke and you, make Marvel or make DC movies. <laughs> I think that music's a little premature, Danny. We got like five minutes. Wow. <laughs> well, it was a five-minute song, Mike. <laughs> sure, it was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I think the Daredevil intro is that long, but I, I have to. I thought it was supposed to underscore my comment. I was like, "Wow, this isn't pressure at all." <laughs> no, no, no. That's what it was for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, now just fucking music. put it back. God damn it! <laughs> just leave it. Fuck it. No. No. Fine. Just play it. He's gonna drop some knowledge right, on us. No, God, no. God, Might no. as well. Uh, um, there you go. My my big thing is is you know it, it does seem I, I'm sure to to somebody who doesn't know me it sounds very Pollyanna but um, <laughs> but um, you know life's too short and and we all geek out about stuff so you know use it use it to use it to make friends not enemies and uh, that's that's pretty much where I I stand in all of it. I gotta say, it sounded fucking awesome with Daredevil in the background. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, it was yeah. it I, it was pretty powerful i think could you can you do it again but in like more of like a daredevil voice like just drop you your voice full batman yes, or, yes yes absolutely <laughs> well if you did a full batman he'd just be going huh <laughs> 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 you play music <laughs> i'm batman <laughs> i'm daredevil yeah i podcast <laughs> i don't watch agents of shield Oh. Well, thank you again so much uh, for, like I said, driving down here and, and being on with us for a of couple course, of hours. Of course, it was awesome. Uh, where, once again, where can everybody find you, follow you? Uh, you can find uh, the podcast at geektitude.com. That's geektitude with uh, a T in there. Geekitude is just a made up word, so it's just silly. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Epic Grays and uh, the show at Geektitude. And I think that pretty much covers it all. And we're going to be doing State of the Geek soon, so that'll be in the next week or two. Nice, awesome. Keep a, keep a look out for that. Now, if you and send us the information, we'll definitely post it up on social media and stuff. Like yeah, that. awesome. So, Thank you, uh, Derek. Do you have anything? Um, not this week. This week's a little light, so 
Okay. Um, yeah. uh, for for you uh, movie fans out there, Nerds Like Us, coming up on October 14th, is doing their midnight screening of The Craft at the Vista in L.A. We will be there podcasting beforehand. Uh, it should be fun. Uh, for information on tickets, visit facebook.com forward slash nerds like us. And uh, yeah, we have that this week and this week only. We have a special Dark Crusader comic strip. It is a one-time crossover event. I'm so excited. I wanted you to announce it. That's why I didn't say anything. <laughs> with, uh, with, and I don't know if Derek's ever even mentioned it on the show. But I, Derek I have once, but has, I've been on kind of hiatus. Has so. his comic strip, Good Cop, Cat Cop. And uh, we're doing a Dark Crusader, Good Cop, Cat Cop crossover yeah. comic strip. <laughs> I am so excited for this. Mike told me the idea like months ago. And he was like, yeah, it's going to come out later. And I was like, dude, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm super excited. So that'll be out on Tuesday. Uh, look for it on our website, jackvallnerdshow.com. And then this, of course, will also be available in podcast form on there. Uh, we have a new episode of Cineblokes Up reviewing Magnificent 7. So check that out as well, and uh, there's I think there's also going to be a new episode of Comic Wrap-Up this week, talking about superhero team-ups, so keep a lookout for that as well. This has been The Jack of All Nerds. We will talk at you later.